Well, hello and thanks for being there for the second hour of Travel Writers Radio. You're tuned to Melbourne's J-Air 88FM. I'm your host, Graeme Kemlow, and my co-host is still there, Helen Hayes, our Sydney-based reporter, Helen. Great to have you there. I am still here, yep. Excellent. (laughs) Now, so you've just returned from Switzerland, and I know you love reporting on skiing and snowfields, but I saw you standing in one of those iconic green Swiss valleys when the mountains are soaring behind you, and... There was a herd of cattle, I'm sure, with cowbells, and maybe that was the unmistakable sound of the Alpen horn. So do you want to tell us all about it? And where did you go first? Well, I flew to Zurich with Etihad, really fantastic, via Abu Dhabi, of course. And, yes, usually I would be wanting to go in the white season, but green season was absolutely incredible, Graham. I haven't mm-hmm. been to Switzerland for a very long time, I'd have to say. 35 years. Now, that's ageing wow. me, right? Oh, When I was a, yeah. a young, you know, 20-something. A young something. skier, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I even skied then. Oh. I don't know. That's oh, how long okay. ago it was. <laughs> but, yes, we started in Zurich, and then the whole point of it was to show off Switzerland's train system. And, oh, my God, they really should show off that system. It is absolutely incredible. You can catch trains everywhere. Even some of the most remote towns in Switzerland you can access by train They really have nailed that whole public transport thing in Switzerland and we could really take a page out of their book, that is for sure. Do you know that Switzerland holds the record for rail travel? Every Swiss person travels an average of 2,300 kilometres by rail a year. Well, I know they're fanatical about being on time. Maybe that's what the Swiss love about it. Well, it's so good. Like, we were travelling with some Swiss people, obviously, and they'd be looking at their watch going, oh, it's a minute late. I'm like, what? (laughs) What? What do you mean a minute late? Oh, yeah, well, it's late. Why is the train late? So they would absolutely not cope if they moved to Sydney, I can tell you that much. (laughs) Well, or Melbourne. I think uh, much the same story here. Oh, for sure. But look, when you're sitting on the train, you've got that front row seat to the unbelievable views out the window. You've got the Blue Lakes, Alpine Peaks, Waterfalls, pristine meadows with chalets and they've got flowers spilling out from balconies and up high those cows with the clanging cowbells. Mm-hmm. So every day about 11,000 trains travel along 3,000 kilometres of track, which is a fair bit. And, you know, some of them, the SBB, the Swiss Federal Railways, they generate electricity for its trains from hydropower. Oh. So oh well, that makes doing... sense there, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Now, the best way for anyone wanting to go to Switzerland and ride the trains is to buy a Swiss travel pass. It allows unlimited travel on the Swiss travel system. That's trains, buses and boats, and also some major gondola visits. It also gives you free entry to 500 museums. Wow. You heard me? 500. So you can buy everything from a three-day pass to a 15-day pass, but you don't have to take them concurrently. You can do 15 days over 30 days or, or, or whatever you like. We that had a first-class pass. Sounds similar to Eurail, is it? Yes, I'm right. sure it's it's similar to Eurail. On some trains, you need to reserve a seat, which does cost extra, but it is well worth it. And it runs so well. You just turn up on the platform, find your carriage, and the, the first-class ones are a different colour, yellow and so then you know where you got to go it's oh. so easy 
And, and of course, the Swiss travel pass can only be sold to non-residents of Switzerland or Liechtenstein. Right, that makes and sense. There are the five panoramic trains. I'm sure you've heard of that Grand Train Tour because it is one of the best things to do around Switzerland. Now, it basically joins up the whole of the panoramic train network. I didn't ride on all five, but I rode on four of them. The Glacier Express, it runs between San Moritz and Zermatt. The Gotthard Panorama Express runs between Lugano and Lucerne. Then you've got the Lucerne Interlaken Express and the Golden Pass Express. The one we didn't go on was the Benina Express, which runs from Kua to Turano. But when you do it all on that Grand Tain Tour, you, you add it up with all these other little railways as well. So it's a great way to get around. But the one that is really the most interesting at the moment is the Golden Pass Express. It's only been running since December 2022. It runs from Montreux to Interlaken. What makes it special is that it runs on two different gauges. So oh. it used to be up until December last year, you would have to change trains at this one station. Yeah. But the Swiss worked out a way that they can do it all on the one train now. It's so interesting. So you sit on the train and you stop and then they change locomotives because they need a stronger one to get up the, up the hills. Mm -hmm. And then the train lifts up five centimetres and the wheels on the train actually come in from the previous 1.43 metre width to just one metre. Isn't that incredible? I think that is incredible. I, we, don't we have that issue still in Australia? Look, I think it's been rectified, but imagine if we had this about, you know, 10 or 20 years ago. Oh, there was yeah. so much drama there with all our different gauges. A lot oh. of palaver at Aubrey, I think, wasn't it? Uh, oh, a lot of palaver everywhere. To wherever. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. And um, that, it's they, really is it good. just as smooth? Does it matter whether it's broad no, or it's, broader? No, it's... Or? The trains are really smooth, and this this Golden Pass Express has a premier class, so above first class. So you go on, and it's like you're heading into business or first on a plane. Mm -hmm. These are beautiful leather seats, and you can turn them around 180 degrees, depending if you want to talk to the people behind you, like you might be in a group of four, mm -hmm. or if you want to travel forwards. And it's like... You've, they've got your little panel on the seat, just like you would have in business class on, on a plane. Mm -hmm. And you get served champagne and you get, like, beautiful platters of food. So I could really do that all day long. Just just take me there now. <laughs> oh, look, I agree. I, I've been arguing on this radio uh, program for quite some time about the Melbourne-Sydney fast train. Like, oh. you know, wouldn't even need to be that fast to make it uh, quite a, a, an enjoyable and comfortable way to get from Melbourne to Sydney without the hassle at the airport or the hassle of sitting in your car, which is can't It makes so go. much sense, Graham, but, you know... It's never going to happen, is it? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Imagine how good that would be. It would be yeah. amazing. Did you eat on the t train? Do they serve good yes, food? Yes, some, some of them have dining cars with chefs. Um, some of them don't. You know, the coffee was really good and you could sit there and have a G&T if you wanted and they serve you in your seat. So it just depends on which train does what but yeah the trains are just certainly a great way to get around some of the highlights from where we went um, I must say we went to Kerr it's spelled C-H-U-R and I always used to call it Chur which was mm. pretty silly because that's not what it's called the oldest city in Switzerland beautiful old buildings I love that all around Switzerland you get fresh clean water from fountains everywhere yes so you can just fill up your water bottle all over the shop so good we went to this beautiful mountain town called Wengen 
It's spelt with a W, but it is just like living in a fairy tale. Like you said, cue the Alpenhorn. The Alpenhorn, yeah. just so good. Yeah. Vengen's been around since 1260. It's located on a plateau at the foot of the Jungfrau. We've all heard of the Jungfrau. Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, And it sits 400 metres above the Lauterbrunnen Valley. It's a car-free town. Well, they say it's car-free, but you and I couldn't take a car in. But there are taxis in town and some of the hotels have little vans. But most of the time you just stroll around and just look at the scenery. You have to pinch yourself because you feel like you are living in a postcard. Or a James Bond movie. (laughs) Or a James Bond movie for sure. It was full of hikers and bikers. There's over 500 kilometres of well-maintained trails around that Jungfrau region. And, of course, the highlight and what you do when you go there is you go up to the top of the Jungfrau Jok, the top of the world, top of Europe it's called. Right. It's not actually the top of Europe, but is the highest train station in Europe. So they call it top of Europe. So you go on a train, first of all, from Wengen to Grindel to, sorry, Kleiner Scheidegg. Again, beautiful views. And then you go on a different train and you go through the Eiger, so in tunnels. Oh, wow. Through the Eiger Mountain, like basically through the North Face. Yep. Everybody's heard of the North Face because of that brand, that the jacket, clothing yeah. brand, and that's named after that North Face. Oh, I and then up, know you, that, up yeah. yeah, so then you, you pop out at the top of the Jungfrau and they've got beautiful viewing platforms there so you can look over the Aletsch Glacier and you've got like a place where you can do a bit of sledding because it's all still snowy up there. Yeah. You're walking in snow. You can do a, um, a zip line which looked a bit of fun, but unfortunately we didn't have time to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you've got other things. There was people there doing um, advent, like climbing lessons off in groups, trudging like off over climbing. the glacier. They were doing, I'm not sure what they were doing, but they were getting lessons in going, in doing all that lovely stuff that I don't do, you know, yeah. climbing up things and mm. all well, that. Well, I agree. But <laughs> it's <laughs> so many... So many restaurants there. There's 13 eateries on there. So we had a beautiful meal in a restaurant looking out over the glacier. Stunning. It's, and then they've got this incredible show that sort of gives a history of how the, the, the tunnels were built back in the day. And there's like ice. There's an ice palace. It's just you can spend hours up there. It absolutely sounds fantastic. Um, it was. And then to get down, it was almost more fun than going up. There's a new gondola there. Uh, it's the Eiger Express, so it carries 27 people. It's a tri-cable gondola, so it's got three cables instead of the usual two. Right. So you ride down to the town of Grindelwald, which is also, you know, out of a fairy tale. It's <laughs> like something out of an American <laughs> holiday movie. Grindelwald, yes. Ugh. So then we swapped on to another one and went up to Manlikan. And up there, that's where I've got photos of the... The happy cows, honestly, I think they're the happiest cows in the world. Right. They're just lazing around, grazing and ignoring the people. They're getting their photos taken, more than popular Instagrammers. Mm. And you've got the cowbells ringing and you've got to walk up to the top and just stunning. There's kids' playgrounds there. There's trails you can walk on. But then we caught the gondola down to Vengen, but we didn't ride in the gondola. We I rode heard on about top. this. You rode on oh, the roof. gondola, yes. You're kidding. Yes. How does so, that go? Well, it's just got like a little corral. So there's a high, a high railing that's pretty much chest level. Yeah. And then it takes 10 people. 
So you get in there and you just ride down on top. So you've got the breeze in your hair and you've just got this panorama everywhere and you just don't know where to look. Oh. It's, it's fantastic. And you know how much it costs? No. Five Swiss francs. Wow, that's, that's probably the deal of the century. I think it might be. And wow. so that was, that was a highlight for sure. And then, you know, we went to Lucerne, which is incredible. And my favourite thing there is the Chapel Bridge. I love that Chapel Bridge. It's just incredible. It's got the water tower on the way and all the gable paintings. And, of course, a lot of them were damaged in a fire in 1993. But the locals kicked up such a stink because the politicians didn't want to rebuild it in timber because, you know, it might burn down again. again. But the locals said no. We wanted in timber, so it was rebuilt, and the gable paintings, even the ones that were burnt, were left, because that's part of their history, of sure. course. Sure. And where else did I go? Well, I went to Lausanne because I wanted to go to the Olympic Museum. Yeah. And you know that's Winter worth Olympic another Museum. Inter- it would be, wouldn't it? No, it's all of the winter. It's actually an Olympic city, Lausanne, because that's the headquarters of the IOC. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we need to talk about that another time. They haven't had summer Olympics there, though, have they? It's only winter. No, I haven't had a winter Olympics there either. It's just because it's oh, the IOC headquarters. It's like Brussels. It's, famous it's the home for... of the Olympics. Right, I, I get it's it. It's where, yeah, Baron Pierre de Coubertin um, lived there from around 1905, and that's where the Olympic oh, Centre was that'd be established. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it is, it is interesting. Okay. And so the other fun long... thing, yeah. I was just going to say, how long uh, were you in Switzerland for? Well, it was only about a week, and I really wish wow, it had been packed longer. packed it in. Yeah, it was just everything's so easy. You know, with the trains, it's so easy. It's, they are very efficient. Oh, very. so efficient. And you just get on, like we caught a tram, like from the hotel on the tram to the station, onto the train. You can even have your bags sent from one station, like one hotel to another, if you don't want to carry your big luggage on the train. That's a great That's, idea. Oh, it was so good. Then you just have a little backpack with you for the day. Yeah, what a good idea. Brilliant. Okay. So well, the, the websites we need to look at, mm. myswitzerland.com, yep. and then there's grandtraintour.com. Very good. And the Grand, Grand Train Tour, that's the, the government railway service, is it? Yeah, it's so good, the, the Swiss travel system. Beautiful. Can't recommend it highly enough. Well, Helen, thank you very much for your fulsome report. There's a lovely photograph, and we'll have those details also in our show notes if you want to look anything up or plan your next trip. Helen Hayes there reporting on her recent visit to Switzerland.